right. We are hot. We're hot. hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. Welcome. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, breaking with the COVID situation, we've got a guest on the show, Nico from Urban Canvas, El Patron Nico. Welcome <laughs> to the fucking show, man. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah, thanks for making the trip out here, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be on, man. Yeah, it's been a while. No, hell yeah. We're yeah. It's been a while. We've been trying to work on this forever. It seems like years now. Yeah. Uh, it's probably been like two or three, maybe two years since I started doing Urban Canvas events. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I approached you and asked you, "Hey, man, you're interested in coming to podcast?" And Nico said, "Hey." You support me. He was cool. He's like super cool vibes. Like, hey, you support me. I support you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So yes. we got him on. But then Urban Canvas got super, super, super busy. And we're going to get into all that. So just to give you an idea what today's episode is going to be about, of course, we're going to talk about Nico and and we're going to intro him and learn about him. Uh, I want to talk about the Palm Springs rally a little bit because I got some things to say. Um, and then we've got some segments to introduce uh, that will involve you in. But first, let's t- let's go ahead and learn about Nico, man. Uh, where did your car passion start? Because I think it takes a lot for someone to start an organization because there that takes a lot of work. But, you know, where is there is it your was it your dad? Was it you know, did it come from family? Where, where did you build that? Well, I think kind of like with every person, it kind of, I guess, comes from family. Uh, in my case, I'd say it was a little bit more my dad. OK, so he ironically, he was into muscle cars. OK, so, you know, Chevelle's Nova, stuff like that. Right. So I would help him with those. I okay. was young. Dude. I don't know what the hell I was doing. He right. just said, hold the flashlight, <laughs> yell at me, you know, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not doing it right. You no, know, typical, you know, Mexican, yeah. you know. So. <laughs> parent. Yes. Yeah, typical parent. Which means what? Sorry. <laughs> no, it means like, give me that thing, right? Oh, like, and you like, they want you to know what that thing is. They want you to know, is. yeah. <laughs> like, they get pissed off, like, what the fuck? Yeah, give me like, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do that with my kids. That's why yeah, I, I know, ask. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. then they get mad when, you know, you can't read their minds. Right, exactly. You're not telling me. Yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, I mean, it, essentially, it's uh, my dad, you know, and um, just little by little, I kind of went my separate way, and I got into Hondas at first. Okay. Which is completely Sort of the natural different. progression yeah, for Latinos. <laughs> yeah. Some, I don't know. Muscle cars, Hondas. <laughs> <laughs> and then graduate to the better brands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, the bougier um, brands. I mean, but even then, you know, you kind of, um, I still like Hondas. I still have, like, it's like a, you know, nice little spot in my heart, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously the usual is B16s, B18s, mm-hmm. uh, right. LS mm-hmm. swaps and stuff like that. And then just I've always loved Beamers. But when I was in high school, typical, you know, Hispanic kid in high school, you can't afford a freaking. Oh, yeah, for know? sure. Yeah. Right. And um, so, yeah, just I just stuck with Honda, stuck with Honda until I actually got my first uh, Beamer, which is an E46 at 3.30. Okay. And it was a six shift, too. So I hopped on it. Oh, nice. So I actually traded my uh, SI for that one. What year SI? So that one was a 2000. I just oh, had, the EM1. Yeah, since high school, just pure EM1s. Oh, wow. you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Wow. I mean, that's pretty – you were – I mean, considering I imagine – I mean, you're from L.A., mm-hmm. so I know the type of schools you went to. I was very similar for me. I'm from L.A. You're – that's at the top level, the EM1, right? You had clout in high school. Honestly, no. Really? Yeah. What, what, no. Well, what year were you in high school? 
Um, so because it could be considered an old car oh, in today's yeah. kids' standards. Well, I graduated in oh nine. I want to okay, say. Okay, okay. So yes. it's ten year old car at that yeah. point. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. But it wasn't like oh my god, you know. But it was to me. It was like yo, I had it, you know, dropped on. I think. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I had some CCW replicas on it. Okay. It was, so it was nice. JDM AF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, again, you know, you can afford, you know, actual CCWs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And um, yeah, like I said, from there I went to the E46, and then I went to an E36 M3, and then I went back to another E46, and then I went into an E90, and then I have the one I have right now. Wow. It was an E90. Uh, 330. 330. And then what do you have now? Uh, 335. 335. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. That's a lot of cars. Yeah. Oh, and I I have one blacklist car that I don't like mentioning (laughs) because... We all have stupid. that, dude. That's the one we're that's interested like the, in. Yeah. That's like the unattractive <laughs> yeah, right. girl that you were with that one time yeah. type of stuff. Yes. But um, that was a 95 Eclipse. That's not so that's bad. Not bad. Yeah. It was bad, bro. <laughs> it was bad. What trim? It was the GS. GS yeah. Oh, okay. The okay. red one. Okay. Okay. It was like the body, I shit you not, was heavier than the freaking Hellcat. It was just pure metal, bro. Like going up hills? You, no. Impossible. <laughs> How long did you have it? Almost two months. And yeah, s- dude. Everyone has that. Like, that one. And what year? Sorry. Ninety-five. So it is the bubble one. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. Because I, actually no. So the reason I got it was because Fast and Furious came out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. That's that's what it came from. So yeah. <laughs> okay, that's all. That's, that's okay. We give yeah. you a pass on that's that. That's I realized. Yeah. Oh my god, this is a shit car. <laughs> yeah, dude. The interior probably sucked, right? Yeah. I I knew that 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 was one of the biggest gripes for most people. Cloth, pure cloth. Well, not and it's like hanging, yeah. like shit, plastics falling off for mm-hmm. no reason, that type of shit. I had shit. pins on it. I tried Dang. to glue it. I, name it. I tried. Really? It. Yeah. Damn. That, that's probably why those those cars didn't last. There's like you don't see them anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. Not like the Hondas. No. Right. You still see the Hondas around. Well, the so. ones that I've looked at now, the mm-hmm. eclipses that I've seen on Craigslist now, look like what you have just described. So you're telling me that they've looked that way for the last 25 yeah. years. Right. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. pretty sure from the dealership, they look like that. Yeah, right. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. That, that's no, crazy. That explains, that explains it. So did you get into BMW because you got your E46 330 or uh, is it was just something that you always aspired to and you, we were finally able to. So I did like, like I said, I did like BMWs the way they looked. Right. But going back to family, yeah. my uncle actually he got a white four-door um, e46 and it was a 330 okay and then i actually did my driver's test with that car god so it. that just you know oh, it, it yeah. poked me even more yeah right. i was like right, oh right, my right, god right. i gotta get this car you know yeah so from there it kind of just progressed and, and now i'm the one preaching bmw to all my family and friends to the entire world apparently oh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. that's yeah, true yeah because yeah. urban canvas uh, i mean you were a fairly big organization when i met you i'm gonna say two years ago mm-hmm. But it seems like you've sort of catapulted a bit, um, okay. you know, with sort of your following, your Instagram following, all your content. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've transitioned through different phases of what Urban Canvas is. But before we get into all those details, why Urban Canvas, the name specifically? Where yeah, that, that doesn't scream from? Beamer as a non-Beamer guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the logo, I know that's got like German roots probably right mm-hmm. in the soccer team flags maybe or something. But gotcha. yeah, why, why Urban Canvas? So in order to answer that question, I kind of have to go back a little bit. That's fine. Go back as far as you want. Yeah. I'm going to go like no detail details, but I'm just going to explain it. Like the day you were born? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'll start with my mom and my dad. (laughs) 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 They they named you Urban? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's actually my middle name. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right <laughs> well, that now it is because that's your brand. But yeah. yes. But um, so essentially how it uh, came to be, I was friends with, um, well, still am, with um, Javier, Anthony, and um, Gustavo. These are just like people that I just uh, like hung out with. Right. And we kind of just had our own beamers, you know. We would go places, just drive. And people would always come up to us. Hey, are you guys part of a group? Hey, are you guys part of a, you know, because we had other friends too that went to Beamers and they would kind of come with us. Oh, so you guys were rolling deep? Yeah, we would, you know, yeah. I'd pay like 10 cars, 15. That's yeah. nothing good. Big. size. That's <laughs> yeah, a good that's size. Pretty good yeah. for a crew, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would just go places, bro, just random places. And yeah. people would come up to us. They'll be like, hey, you know, like, do you guys have a page or are you guys part of a group? Like, we're literally just friends. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, like I said, it just clicked, you know. I'm like, what if I just like make a page, you know, like we'll say we're going to go over here or say we're going to go over there, post it, see what happens, you know? Sure. And I'd say for like a good, the first five months, it was literally just like three cars, four or five cars, you know, I would say, oh, we're going to meet up here. You know, sometimes it'll just be me and like two other people. Right. You know? So yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like the original spot was Porter Ranch. Okay. The best spot, you know? Right. I, I don't know if you I'm familiar with yeah, the area. So yeah. Is that what north of like LA somewhere? Sorry, I'm not from SoCal. So Porter Ranch, it's like, I guess like the Calabasas, but not now. Oh, it's up there, yeah, that area. Okay, like, verge of the valley, but nicer area. Slightly nicer. Okay, yeah. okay, but it not is, Malibu, obviously. No, got no, it. no. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just to kind of have like a, like an idea of what it is. Okay. So they have this huge shopping center. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of space, obviously. Oh, nice. So that's why right. I would just, you know, make the original. But like I said, like in the beginning, I literally had like five cars, you know. And that's all right. Yeah. Okay. Cars. A couple of times I was like, should I even continue this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just little by little, you just started meeting people and just making those connections, you know? Yes. And it's the, the genuineness with those people and those conversations and those relationships that you build. And you're like, you know what? Fuck the quantity, you know. I'd rather do quality, you know. Right. Build those relationships. Yeah, yeah. And then little by little, I just started meeting more people that were in different fields, and their hobby was BMW. Right. And I was kind of just thinking, like, it is cool, you know. Like they have their own lives, but they love BMWs, and they love this like their little getaway, you know. Right, Mm -hmm. right. The girlfriend, the kids, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Come here, and yeah, little by little, it just started growing and growing and growing, and we're here now. Damn, so it, it was okay. like a snowball for you then. So you had no real you had no real intention to create the organization that you have now. So like you said, it, the way you phrased it was pretty much perfect. Yeah. It went through phases. Right. So at first it was just get a whole bunch of beamers together. Yeah. And then um I don't know if you guys heard of Amfest. Yes. Is yeah. there well where do they have that? So Amfest was uh, an organization that started from a forum. Okay, and that makes sense. Yeah, standard issue. Yeah, exactly. just like the Honda Fest and the yep. Subi Fest. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Sevens Day for the RX Sevens. Exactly. Yes. yes. So, I kind of wanted to do something similar to Amfest, but incorporate more of like the engagement. Okay. And then Beamer Face, uh, Beamer Beamer Fest came along, and I kind of wanted to incorporate like the vendor side of that. And then I don't know if you guys rave or into like the EDM culture. Huge definitely too. was. Okay. Huge, yeah. So you know how EDC it's very community driven. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yes. I kind Plur. of yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Peace, What's that? love, unity, respect. Okay. Oh, okay. There's yeah, an yeah. acronym for it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a great way to meet girls at rave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Throw out that. Yeah. yeah. But that's on the you're second podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then you're that's not the after hours episode. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> HBO, you know, at night. <laughs> 
Let's call it Skinamax. Come yeah. on now. All right. Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah. But um, yeah. So I kind of went off their business model when it came to events. So then um, I kind of saw Grid Life too. Yes. And saw how they incorporate Track Life too. Yeah. Yes. So I'm literally just like nitpicking from different organizations picking the best of what you like to make it your own exactly right on that's why i saw cuddle puddles at your last or last event Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's i don't even know (laughs) what that is is that an influencer or is that a cuddle puddles are another rave thing oh like everyone's high on ecstasy and like (laughs) touching each other oh (laughs) (laughs) okay okay sorry i'm clueless (laughs) (laughs) but but i mean going back to kind of you know urban canvas we now we know kind of how it came about Mm -hmm. why the name okay i'm sorry i didn't answer that so I must have said this story I'd say like a million times, but here's another story. So, <laughs> Sorry, bro. Well, then just <laughs> just just reference them to the podcast yeah, and be like, listen yeah. the minute, right? Just, yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. yes, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Be gone, heathen. Yeah. Um, but so the I guess how I came up with it was we're in the city, right? Yeah. So it's like an urban environment, you know. So yeah. that's urban mm. canvas. It's blank, right? So you draw it the way you want to. You encompass whatever you want. You're visions ideas whatever it manifests on that canvas yeah so urban for the city canvas blank your car it's a blank canvas when you get it yeah oh, and you want to just okay. you know create, create something it. from yeah. You. yeah it's an extension of yourself yeah no big time mm. i think well, we all feel that way. and on a deeper level the way i kind of consumed what you just said when you guys as a meet show up in an area you guys make it a german beamer event and a german like you take that urban canvas itself the blank canvas and it becomes like a german vibe yeah. like a beamer vibe mm-hmm. you paint the city german exactly yeah essentially with your beamers yeah. I guess you that's dope that. that's dope that's yeah. cool man that's really cool yeah and uh i guess you know it's been a long journey up to this point you know what would you say or what are you most proud of in terms of urban canvas is there one thing you can point at specifically that you would consider like a great success or was there a turning point when you were like shit, this is not just my homies anymore. Now I'm responsible for giving people some fun. So there's two sides to that. Um, on the social side, I'm very, um, I guess, proud of not only the relationships and the bonds that I've built with certain people, yeah. but the relationships and friendships that they themselves have made within the community. You know? Because yeah. I've had a lot of people come out to me like, yo, you know, some of the friends that I hang out daily now, I met because of you and your meets. That's dope. <laughs> that's so really cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. And then on the flip side, which is the managing part, it sometimes, I'm not going to lie, it does get very stressful yep. because on the back end, people don't see everything that goes into these events. I mean, you're talking to organizations, you're talking to companies, emailing back and forth. Right. Last minute, you know, hiccups, um, they bail, you have to come up with other stuff. And then when money gets involved, it's just, it, it adds more stress. Yeah. And then more money, more problems. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even at events, honestly, now I don't even enjoy them because I'm running back and forth. I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing that. Honestly, that was uh, that was one of the big questions I had for you. Yeah. Uh, because you know we do a lot of track events and we would like to organize track events, but then we we're seeing these organizers running around. They yeah. don't get to actually enjoy what they're what they're running mm-hmm. so now you're kind of you have the same experience yeah. in that you're essentially working to have everybody else have fun mm-hmm. that's uh that's a lot of work it is but you know i do even with me um and i've noticed how you network and i've noticed the behind the scenes stuff that you do and 
you know, the pictures of people taking you sleeping in cars, taking a quick break, <laughs> you know, like at a meet, at a big event, you know, okay, like, you're you know, sneaking I mean, in a nap. <laughs> I know I like, you know, even just throwing events in college, you know how much work it fucking is just to get people together, let alone to provide services to people. Right. And then they complain, right? You know, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, shit, like it's kind of funny. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, leave the dude alone. Like, yeah, he needs a break. But right, it, but it right, was right. funny. But at the same time. You know, I've noticed that you sort of have a knack for networking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you're generally easy to talk to. You and I have, have created a sort of online relationship yeah. because we don't really get to interact too much at your events because you're working. Yeah. Does networking come naturally to you or do you think it's something that you force yourself to do and that's what tires you out the most about doing <laughs> this stuff? So to answer your question, again, it's a two part. Yeah. So. The networking and all of that, I've always just been naturally just a curious person. Yeah. So I love meeting new people. I love getting new ideas. I'm like a collector of like just things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Non-physical things. Uh But um, I like just, you know, meeting different people, seeing their thoughts, you know, uh, getting to know people. And that kind of just, I guess you could say, comes naturally. Yeah. You know? Um, And then the second part. Wait, what was the second part? <laughs> That's your answer. You said it was a two-parter. But what I'm saying <laughs> is what like what I've noticed and what I've appreciated really mm-hmm. the most about you is that, you know, I asked you to come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And normally, you know, Randy and I are kind of, you know, creating the relationship, hunting the person down, <coughs> I, I, identifying a time. Mm-hmm. You're the only person out of really all our guests that gave me shit. <laughs> 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 about I'm you being different. on the podcast, which which I'm like, I compl- I can totally appreciate that, you know, yeah, that you sure. have that drive to network. And I feel like that's sort of the the, the reason uh, that you guys have had so much success. Mm. But you don't run the team alone. Right. That would be no. sort of impossible. No, I can't. It's How impossible. big is your team? So I have a one of my main, I guess, like my right hand man. His name is Carlos. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've met him. I've met him. Yeah. yeah so M3 yeah. Frozen, for those of you that are listening. Yeah. Um, I have another one, another um, uh, administrator. His name is Arnold. Okay. Arnold is another huge help. He's great with marketing as well and networking. Uh, we have another um, administrator. His name is Mike. Mike is more on the back end. Okay. He's very uh, business oriented. So we get a lot of insight from him. Okay. And then we have um, two newest uh, members. His name is Will, uh, Savarian 3. Okay. And um, Gianni. Okay. Gianni is um, very um, knowledgeable in uh, social uh, social media, okay. marketing, and stuff like that, too. Okay. But when it comes to events, we just have, I guess, we have like a core support group, too, like a events team. Right. And we kind of keep just everybody just incorporated, you know. Got it. So, so you have like a core. It's sort of a core fraternity, and then you have a street team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. So is is there a like step? Is there a process to becoming a member? Or, or did this kind of just naturally happen? So it kind of naturally happened. Yeah. There isn't really a like a membership thing because we're not like a, a club or a group. Right. It's an actual, you know, like just a brand you know an events brand right i guess you call it, i hate saying lifestyle because when i think of life <laughs> i think like parking in a, uh m4 you know cs in front of gucci you know right yeah yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get, I get, what get you, you. Mean. yeah like yes. why the fuck are you gonna get a, a track car and park it you know right <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. yeah it's pointless right. Right, so right. That, that pisses me off but i mean that's a different topic <laughs> um so yeah like i guess you would call it just like a brand in events you know 
but that's where that comes from. Okay. Okay. Damn. So you, you got a pretty good sized team. Mm. Um, and in terms of your content, your social media, you mentioned, I think it was Mike. That's or he's the business guy. Mike is the business guy. Who's like, the social media guy? Social media would be like Johnny and, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I would say, yeah, Johnny. Okay. Johnny. So he's, he's sort of in charge of the aesthetic of your, of your social media pages. Uh, so it's kind of like a mix. So most of the, I guess the like the photos, flyers, like I do that, all that. Okay. But when it comes to like ideas and like you know all of that, right? Because from the team, but Johnny's very um involved. Oh god, he's a, he's like a consultant. Yeah, I guess you could say. Got it, got it. But like I said, he loves BMWs too, so we just kind of you know. It's a natural collaboration. Yeah. It's natural, yeah. yeah. So were these guys your friends before the? Urban Canvas became a thing, or did they you, did they grow, or this relationship with them grow? Are they part of the original five or ten? Or no, they're not. So no, the original five, I guess you could say, you know, my friends that I would cruise with, they're just more like friends now. Oh, okay, friends, so they you know? they're, they don't really want to yeah. be involved yeah. other than a participant or mm -hmm. just joining. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. interesting, interesting. So these guys were acquired as your um your brand grew mm -hmm. essentially. I mean, because they were sort of founders almost i guess you could say in a way yeah the og guys your yeah. your homies yeah, yeah. Homies. We just literally we just cruise you know yeah but the i guess the group idea that just popped into my head crazy idea you know yeah and you carried it forward uh, i just went forward with it do you think uh covid helped your organization grow a lot you know what honestly yeah yeah yes because beamer fest was canceled yes and there was a huge gap left, mm -hmm. and I feel like you guys stepped in, you know, stepped right in and mm -hmm. filled that gap. Where do they host Beamer Fest? Like one of the stadiums or something? Or Montana? Yeah. Oh, okay. So si similar as everybody Out of close else. Feet away. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Oh. So is it like was it your intention to take advantage of that gap, or nope. did it just kind of it just kind of stepped into that? It just stepped into it. Yeah. Because um, we usually have a a caravan to uh, Beamer Fest. It's one of the big you know bmw events that we go to yeah and um like i said back in the day my bmw fest caravans in the beginning they were like probably 15 cars sure 20 cars yeah and that year the first year of covid for our caravan we had around 800 cars damn before and covid you before mean. covid yeah ready lined up damn 800, 800 cars like if you go to our facebook page yeah you could see it on on our um on our events page. Wow. And, you know, people can say, okay, those are Facebook, mm -hmm. right? They're not really going to show up. Mm -hmm. But I went to Beamer City, and I arrived on time. Mm -hmm. How many cars were at that event? Could you count them? No. Yeah. It was by the time Could I got count. there, and I got there at 10, mm -hmm. it was fully packed. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I hadn't gone to a lot of Urban Canvas events really for probably, I would say, a six or eight months I would in say, there. Yeah. Um, so I had gone to your meets in LA, which are pretty big at the Best Buy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then I saw this and I'm like, damn, dude, like what happened to Urban Canvas? You mm. guys blew up. So there was this COVID thing kind of helped you out a little bit. But then I also noticed another transition early on. Um, I noticed that you had like posts about hosting street racing. Mm -hmm. um, and you seem to transition now to more track oriented mm -hmm. uh was that transition just an opportunistic transition what did this what did the drag scene look like during that period and was there something that occurred that kind of moved you away from that so growing up in la especially you know 
I guess me being you know from like LA yeah. Valley type area, street racing has always I guess been a part of the car culture. You know, totally a thousand percent. Right? And I'm not gonna say you know like it's bad because I have gone to the events. You know, and you know you look at cars. You you know it's like I said it's part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's it is very, and I'm not talking down upon it. You know, because I love you know drag racing all of that. But at the track, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of hard to, to I guess balance, you know, your love for cars, your love for speed, the adrenaline, you know, but also doing it in, in a way that's safe. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's very, that's very hard to balance, because it, it can be a gray line as an enthusiast yes, is what you're saying, yes. right? Because that's kind of where you start off in in as a young buck. Yeah. Pretty much. You don't know any better, you know? Yeah, so for like sure. You think nothing bad could happen because you don't see what could happen. Right. And um, like I said, it's I have a lot of respect for the people that, you know, do it in terms of, like, building, investing hundreds of thousands of dollars into a car and then, you know, racing it against another car. You know, on right, the street, right, you know? yeah. But it's like, at the same time, a lot of shit could go wrong. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, you also have the government where it's like they make it so hard for car enthusiasts to enjoy their cars. And you kind of give these you give these people you don't give them an alternative. Yeah. It's pretty yes. much you guys are fucked. Right. So do what you got to do. Right. In lame right. terms, you know. Yes. So you, you can't really like blame them for what they do, because on the other side, you have the government and the city just straight backlashing on them yep, yep so they can't really enjoy themselves yeah and there was more drag strips more you know more places for them to you know actually you know have fun and do what they want to do mm-hmm. i highly 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 think that all of the you know street racing all that would greatly diminish it mm-hmm. won't go away you know because it's always going to be there yeah mm-hmm. but the accidents the people all of that right it would go away mm-hmm. significantly and that's kind of where i stand on that that's why i'm trying to like push for like track, you know, track events. So I'm probably going on a tangent right now. I'll no, 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 no. It's this cool, is it's good. Because cool. yeah, this, is, this is exactly what we're, we're talking about. And kind of because you piqued my interest because I love, you know, that the track is yeah. what I'm about. And I'm like, wow, Urban Com- Urban Canvas is making a, pi- a bit of a pivot from mm-hmm. what I'm used to, to track life, to now you even tracking your own car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what sort of influenced that in terms of moving into that space? So... Like I said, I've always been into racing. Yeah. Oh, since I was a kid. Um, not in depth where it comes to, like, I know, like, the thermodynamics of an F1 car and all of that. No, mm-hmm. but I, I've been, you know, a gearhead. Right. So um, being into, you know, like, DTM and F1 and, you know, NASCAR, not so much. I'm going to be honest. I feel like everybody says that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you know, I watched it this weekend. I've, I've I watched the highlights. I've said it. Like, yeah. I've said NASCAR, not so much, but I watched the other stuff. They get a lot of respect internationally, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. For I mean, sure. It's it's still it's still skill, you know. It, oh, you're going for sure. fast, turning, all it's, it's it's skill. But it's just, like, not really my cup of tea. Yeah. But to answer your question, um, and I hate boosting this fucking ego, but my friend Gabe... Okay. Um, Blues Clues M3. Yes. Um, that's a funny name, dude. Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking asshole, but uh-huh. I'm an asshole too, so I guess that's why we get along. Is Car Blues Clues for real? Like, yeah, that's his tag name. It's Blues Clues M3. Like, I mean, he has weird. a blue E46. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, continue. I've used his YouTube videos as like coaching for driving at Auto Club. I okay. Think. Yeah. Right on. Right yeah, on. Yeah. So I, I don't know him personally, yeah. but I know of him. So he sort of influenced so, you? So I wouldn't say influence, but he got me 
I guess he introduced me to the track Bug. So we have a, a chat, right? And yeah. then, you know, we always talk about just car stuff, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And it was, I want to say, probably like six months ago, yeah, five months ago, he invited me with um, all of our other friends to um, Chuck Walla. Okay. I believe that was the first uh, first ever track that you went that to. I went That's to, a like fun track. Actual track track. Yeah. And um, he invited me, and I was like, yeah, sure. So we went, you know, I went with my friend, uh, I carpooled with my friend Ali. Mm-hmm. Ali uh, F82 CS. I don't know if you guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. I that's know. his tag name. Yeah. So we all went with him. That's actually the YouTube video that I did, that I posted. Right. Um, so we all went, you know, and he uh, took me in his F80. Okay. And just the thrill, the technical side, the adrenaline, you know, getting your alignment, all of that is just me as like a very analytical and like just I like, you know, using my brain a lot. Right. It just sparked my interest instantly. So you were like, this is this is what I'm doing. Yeah. God, I feel like every so Chuck Wall is your track. That's Auto where you, Club is yours. Where I pop my cherry. Yeah. yeah. Mine is Willow <laughs> yeah. Springs, Big Willow. Okay. Yeah. So that's so it and and you had an issue with your car with yes. track life, right? Which is sort of track life in general. Well, you mean a week ago or two weeks ago? Two yeah. Weeks ago, yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> so I was actually supposed to be on this uh, podcast last week. Yes. But I went to a Beamer Challenge in uh, Vegas with, again, er- the whole squad. Gabe yeah. And, them. and um, I uh, tracked my car there. And I guess, I don't know how it happened, but the bolts from my downpipe disconnected. So it created a gap. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the pants for the E90s, non M3s. He might. Yeah. I'm a not. So they're yeah. plastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So you could imagine just flames from the turbo just melting away my pan in the Damn. corner. Wait, wait the tra- the pan the for trans, the trans yeah. fluid? So the downpipe is to the right yeah. of the oil pan. Yes, and yes. And it's right in the corner, the top right corner. Uh-huh. So the top bolt came off. Okay, and the heat from the, the exhaust was the melting? Just fire just, like, I looked under, right, and you could see just black just all around it. Wow. It was geez. gone, bro. Gone. Damn. So the fact that I made it from Vegas to my house. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that is crazy. I did not know that, that you took that long-ass trip. Yeah. Oh, my God. But you did you notice it on the way back home? Nope. Oh, so when it, did you catch it on the way here? The day after. So oh, okay. um, I was – I remember I told you I was like, I'm studying for finals right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So – um, I was studying, right? And then um, my dad calls me. He's like, yo, uh, you know, your car is leaking. And the first thing I thought, like, fuck, oil, you know, normal, yeah. normal BMW stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's the truth. I'm normal like, German <laughs> shit. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, I'll, I'll look into it, you know, later. But then because I recently changed my uh, pan because I serviced it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. But like I said, I didn't think nothing of it. Right. So then I go under, and then it's a fucking puddle, dude, just going oh, all the way almost man. into the street. And I'm just like. This is a little more than usual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I look under, and yep, pan. Damn. And then I looked at my downpipe. It was like like that much open. I'd say like a half an inch. Damn. That sucks. How long did it take to fix it? I had to wait like a day and a half for the parts. For the parts to and arrive? The ZF, oil, all of that. Damn. So, but are you still embedded in track life? That's the question. Yes, but at the time, I just, I have no time, bro. 
Oh, uh, yeah, right. You're in school. Yeah. Because yeah. you said, yeah, Beamer Challenge. So you participate in Beamer Challenge mm-hmm. occasionally? Mm-hmm. Or are you fully in all of the events that they do? Uh, no. So that was my first official Beamer Challenge. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 So actually, I my uh, friend uh, Danny, um, StockX Garage. I don't know if you guys know who he is. I know StockX Garage. Yeah. yeah. So Danny, he actually went with me at Las Vegas, kind of coaching me. Needless to say, I scared the shit out of him. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're doing it right. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. No, I mean, like, in a bad way. Like, oh, he like, was scared because <laughs> I was just, like, full sending it, you know. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Like I said, I'm not really um, – that was my first time there, so I kind of wanted just to, like, you know. Right, yeah. Out. Not really looking for my line or anything, you know. So he was just fucking scared. Like, what the hell is this for yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because it's Las Vegas Speedway, right? Yeah, that Vegas. they use? Okay. Uh-huh. And you don't have a lot of time now, you said, because of school. What are you studying so right now I'm in law school. You're and in law yeah. school, so you're gonna be a lawyer soon. Hopefully, that's which means fine. that you'll have plenty of time and money to go to the track. Yep. Yeah, yeah, money, Hopefully. but not time, right? Maybe. Well, I time. mean, well, it depends, right? I guess the first couple years, yeah, and then you'll start your own, mm-hmm. and then you'll be good to go. So you're studying for the bar or to for the degree uh, first? Right now, though? I'm barely finished out my uh, first year. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. What took you to to law school? Uh, law school. Damn, that's a very good question. I just naturally question everything. Yeah. You know, and even if people tell me something, it's like, okay, cool. You're like, I respect it, you understand? But, you know, I find out for myself. Yeah, yeah. And also, very, like, I guess little things when you're younger too, like cops, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Being complete dicks and just pulling you over for no, you know? Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. There's cool cops up there, 100. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. we've had our, <laughs> sh- we've all had our share. I know you. <laughs> both sides of the yeah, experience. Exactly. But right? I mean, it it came to the point where it's just like, damn, you know, these guys are very abusive, and they just just because they have a badge, you know, and they got yeah. bullied as a kid or something. Right. They, they have a vendetta against people, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like that's on one flip side, but on the other flip side, it's like you got these great cops that actually do their job, you know, and yes, very respectful, mm-hmm. and you know, I have mad respect for that. But it's just like people in general you know no so you want to help are. people yeah mm, and also the money yeah. <laughs> that's well, good for you man yes, that's mad absolutely. respect yeah. for for law school because yeah that's a that's a pretty lucrative career so good luck on that i do have one question though back to the urban canvas yeah, and yeah. This, this one might be a little more controversial have you ever or how often mm-hmm. do you go to your event you're organized an event and you see a car and you're like man that shit needs saving <laughs> You don't have to say any names. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but, no if you, names but if you want to. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I got to think about it. You're how calculating yeah. how you're saying <laughs> yes, it yes. to give the PC message. He's getting the lawyer right? out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the lawyer's coming out. <laughs> the lawyer's yeah, coming we, out. Which we get because we have to sometimes hold back, too. Yeah, so you don't want to gatekeep, right? Yeah. You don't want to be the guy that's like, well, your car isn't worthy of this <laughs> event or this crew. But, but there's also like egregious violations. Totally. Yeah. And know? that's the hard part, right? You want to be inclusive, that PLUR thing you said earlier, yeah. but – it's hard sometimes when you got some like something really whack or whatever, right? So I'm gonna try to answer it in the best way possible without offending people. Okay. Um, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we get along. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so when it comes to certain cars, especially with the value of BMWs going down, yeah, it's very easy and attainable for certain individuals. Yeah. To get certain cars, right? Yep. 
and some of them aren't really into into the BMW culture, so they don't necessarily know what to do and what not to do. Right. Like you can't put certain aesthetics from a different car culture onto a BMW. Such as, just give me an example. Uh, I'm not a BMW let's guy. Let's say like like certain JDM things, you know. Okay. Like you you can't do you know certain JDM like a huge tailpipe going up above the <laughs> yeah roof. the the, <laughs> you the can't do that to a BMW, you know? Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's that's a violation and for sure. I do understand like making a car your own, but like this is just my opinion, you know, not to hate on anybody. Right. But right. When you put like those like Japanese like um what do you call them? Itashas. The stickers? Yeah. But those massive stickers on yeah. like a BMW, it's like okay, that's a little too much. That's in my opinion, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also a lot of stuff dude where it's just like you don't wanna make a, a beamer look like a like a kinda like a racer in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I get I get that. Yeah, we all get it's that. It's a classy yeah. car. Yeah. You know? Yes. Don't get me wrong, it's not like the Rolls Royce, you know, but it's like I it, think it, it is. It's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally, I feel you. I feel but, you 100%. Um, I mean, a Beamer is above uh, certain uh, cars when it comes to what they have, what they offer, and what they have in terms of technology. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, yeah, it's just, it's a different a different car, you know, different style, different culture. And I feel like you shouldn't really tarnish the BMW culture like that. Sure. But like I said, it goes back to those people that, they they're coming from like a Hyundai, you know, or a Kia. Yeah, right. they're not really car people. So yeah, they fuck those he, Kia guys. He just drive a Kia. Yeah, but um, but yeah, dude. So that's kind of where I guess that's where my opinion goes. You know, it's like you don't want to like in the Spanish call the bicycle out. You know. Yeah, yeah. You what have does that, that mean? Bicycle cars, the Hondas with the giant wing, but nothing else. Okay, right. Okay, the, pa- right the panties on. off the hanging off the rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah, you know that. And yeah. nothing else. They're like orange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, I, I, I So you guys have a word that. for it in Spanish? Well, it's different. That's sort of a style. It's sort of like, it's like, it's the ri- the word ricer, <laughs> but like, in Spanish, is that what that is? No, no. Well, paisa no, can, no, can 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 be applied to a lot of different things. Not yeah. just cars. Yeah. Not yeah. just cars. Okay. Yeah. But it's sort of. Yeah, they, they have like their own different category. It's almost like Hispanic Pozuzoku or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's yeah. Just, it's, just, it's like its own car culture, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, in their eyes, it the culture that they're coming from, it's like they embed, embed that into the car. Right. And know? it doesn't always cross over into that yeah. realm well, correctly. Exactly. Because we're so used to seeing a certain style, you know, yeah. or something with that car, you know? Again, not bagging. It's, you know, to each their own. You know, whatever makes you happy at the end of the day, right. it's your car, you know. But to answer your question even more in depth, um, I don't know if you've been to certain car, I guess, meets or groups, whatever, car people, and they don't even talk to you if you don't have a certain car. Oh, yeah. A certain car or certain likes or followers or YouTube people or whatever, you know. Yeah. And people like that kind of piss me off because if you're really like a car person, and you're in, you're about cars, you're gonna talk to that person regardless of what they have. Yes. Right. You know. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like, We're there for the enthusiasm, not the yeah. clout. Yeah. Like I, when I had my uh, my busted ass 330, my E90, I had um, friends that had uh, you know GT cars, uh, GT3s, you know. Yeah. Uh, fully built, you know, 700 horsepower uh, F80 M3s. Yeah. And they talked to me, you know, because they like me as a person, and I like cars, I like Beamers, you know. Right. So. From the very beginning when I started this, that's kind of another reason why I started, you know, 
It doesn't matter who you are, what you have. Uh, you as a person, if you like cars, if you like beamers, just come on down. Mm, you know, okay, that's just dope. Very inclusive. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of why my biz, my I guess business model. That's why I have it the way I have it. You know, because I want everybody to feel welcome. You know, just because you only have like two hundred followers on Instagram doesn't mean shit. Yeah, you know? right. You could have more friends in person than the. YouTube guy that has a million fucking followers or some and shit. And none of them yeah. are his friend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's just his content is interesting. Yeah. One of them or whatever. Yeah. No, not sense. even that. It's just, it goes back to, again, the car culture. You know? Yeah. Right. People that aren't Beamers, they're going to see a, a straight pipe, you know, M3, you know, and they're going to be like, oh my God, it's faster. It's kind of But us, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, bro, you just straight pipe your M3. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. You, know? <laughs> you removed yes. parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. one thing is putting like you know like a VF kit on it, you know, and yeah. like getting prepping that you know for like the track or something. Because mm-hmm. we all know a supercharged car on the track is a bitch, you know. Yeah, so yeah, like, for sure. So it's it goes back to the culture, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So certain people that see certain people, they think, oh my god, he's a car guy, blah blah blah, you know. And then when you meet him in person, they don't give you the time of day, yeah, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't want that for my my community, you know, my Your society. organization. You know? Yeah, I want everybody to feel involved. Yeah, I would say like you know, the urban canvas events, and that's why I've gone to them. It's always I always meet new people, have different conversations. I feel very comfortable walking up to somebody and just saying hi, as opposed to like Malibu Autobahn or like the OC Cars and Coffee. Yeah, where yeah. it's like you can tell it's segmented, and there's certain people you can talk to. These cars get special parking. You know, and it's it's like, oh, man, this is a little uppity for me. But Too Urban stupid. Canvas, yeah. you guys do things right. But then let's move into our next segment, an actual segment. And this is a segment, a new segment that we like to play with uh, with our guests for or against. And okay. what the premise is, I'm going to give you a topic and you're going to tell me whether you're for or against it and why. Sounds good. Um, so I have a few things here and there. So we'll start with the first one. Burble and pop tunes. <laughs> <laughs> So this is very funny because um, some of my friends, they're very against it. Yeah. They're just straight up. A race car does not have burbles, which theoretically they kind of do. But I mean, the burbles that they're talking about, it's very like poppity pop, bangity bangy. You know? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like three miles down the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like that poppity poppity bangity bangy. bangy. Good pop to <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, they call me MC Nico, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, pops and bangs, like. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to knock it, you know, because I do have a certain level of property bangs on my car. Yeah. Um, I don't use it constantly. It's just every now and then where I'm like, you know what? I want to hear them. Yeah, yeah. I use them, you know. But I'm always just in regular either way because cops. Yeah, yeah. So, you don't want that attention. Yeah, I don't want that attention. Like, if you look at my car, it's completely, it looks stock. It is stock. Yeah, so, ish. I could hear it yeah. coming up. <laughs> 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 I mean, the, the outside, you know, aesthetics, you know. Oh, yeah, it yeah. Stock, so it doesn't draw attention. And yeah. I don't want that attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, pops and bangs, I mean, as long as it's not, like, super obnoxious and it just gets on your nerves. Yeah. Where you want to punch the driver. <laughs> I think it's, it's more than fine. Okay. Know? All right. Let's move into our next one, then. The GADM3. <laughs> <laughs> That was a sour yeah, yeah, look very on sour, your face. Yeah, very sour, very cringy <laughs> <laughs> reaction there. Yes. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing at BMW, but um. Well, they're smoking something. Yeah, sounds. Yeah, good. is weed legal in Germany? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know something very interesting though. Before I answer the question, um, the headquarters in uh, uh Munich for mm-hmm. BMW, they actually have beer inside. 
in the like the employees yeah. can drink. Yeah, on job, like on site. So one of my friends, um, they interned at a BMW for a law school, right? Right. Legal department. And yeah. yeah. They have like beer there. I don't know if they still have it, but they had like just beer dispensaries. We need more. We need, we need more companies like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the yeah. European thing for yeah. sure. Yeah, like they try. They try to tell us the Germans are uptight. You know, right? Like that's right, sort yeah, of the, yeah. the 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 conventional mm-hmm. stereotype. Right. But in reality, it looks like it's us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on. And, right uh, on. But yeah, to back to your question, um, G80 M3. Uh, I will say this. Um, I've seen it on the track and what it could do. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. On the track. The way it looks, um, they need to change it ASAP. <laughs> so against-ish for, for it on the track? Or mixed feelings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mixed feelings. I mean, that's sort, of right? the, that's sort of the opinion from everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Obviously, the performance is there. It's an M car. But it just looks like a buck tooth yeah. something. Beaver. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. They tell me how you want it. I'll take it in a heartbeat. But it's like, am I going to like the way it looks? No. Mm, but it's yeah. a G80 M3, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the back, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it looks like a fucking Lexus. It looks like a mix Let between me. a Lexus and an Audi. Yeah. Now that you mention it, you're right. I've never really made that observation. I've been so focused on the front that I've never really made any observations same. of the back. Yeah. It's like just a buck tooth ass face. Oh. Yeah, it does look like an IS kind of IS three hundred ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, the back it kind of looks like an A three in a way. Mm. It's it's weird, bro. Like I don't. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't like anything about the styling, and and it seems to be still common that people don't like the styling of it. Yeah. Um, it's weird that they went that way, and it's gonna be at least four years before they change it. Yeah. So Damn. we'll see. Let's move on to the next one. We'll call that one again. So the next one: M badges on a non M car. Fuck no. <laughs> Not even the <laughs> against M three thirty five, uh, that sub brand yeah. of. I mean, you can't really talk shit on that because that's from Factory. Okay, okay, because John has said the same thing to me. Yeah. Okay, actually, no, I was gonna say something, and you just reminded me. Yeah. So, going back to that now, I don't know if you feel the same way because you're into you know BMWs obviously, but yeah. now I feel like BMW. It's just the amps that's for marketing. You know, yeah, dude, a thousand percent. Yeah, it's a money grab. It yeah. started with the M Sport, right? right. M right, Sport right, versions right. of cars. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then now they're just throwing M on like SUVs. And I don't know, like <laughs> I said, I don't know the the hierarchy of BMW when it comes to like executives and you know department heads, all of that. But right. I feel like when you don't have car people ahead of car the industries, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They tarnish that name and they fuck it up. You right, know? right. Because if you have a the M three has always been that iconic symbol, you know, for yes, um, track racing, you know, uh, suspension, just everything derived from the race car, mm-hmm. the race division, you mm-hmm. know, M mm-hmm. yeah. sport. So now you just have the M something something X drive this sport, <laughs> and it's like, can't you just bring it back to M? Three, M four, M five, M six. And to your point, yeah. as a non BMW guy, dude, I I'm all lost on like X Drive, three thirty five. Yeah, like I don't know what the fuck the M stands for anymore. Yeah, it's you're just sort of a, right. It's diluted. Yeah, I think you right? you hit it right on the head with yeah. it stands for marketing. I, I've never heard it put that way. Yeah, so that's that's a really good point because they they've used the M clout yeah. to sell other cars and sort of diluted the. The M prestige. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is sort of our issue because I agree with you with putting M badges on non M cars. The issue 
is one, you're a poser. Yes. And right. then two, you're diluting the prestige of, mm-hmm. you know, the badge. Non BMW enthusiasts are going to see that car and say, okay, this is an M car. And usually more times than not, it looks like a 328. You're not going to fool anyone. Yeah. Just slap a badge on it. That's very true. But yeah, that's, that's like the, the number one no, no, I would say. Yeah. Uh, in, in the M car world. And, but now it seems like BMW itself is a little bit guilty of it now that you mention it, mm-hmm. yep. but let's move into our next topic here. Stance. Are you for or against? As long as you don't stance an M car, I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if it's a 328, 335, yeah. whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But not the M. Don't no. Don't bastardize don't, the M car. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, you have all that, you know, history and technology, everything going into that car for a specific purpose. And to you just chop off its legs and stance it out. I, I see no, no logical reason for that, mm-hmm. you know. I yep. get the I'm going to do it because I can and it's an M car and I want to be different. Yes. But sometimes different isn't always good. Yeah. You good answer. Handi- That's handicapping good. it. Yeah. Yes. That Big is a good answer. <laughs> mic drop. Don't drop the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't drop the mic. All right. Next up. Car models. So I have a very. um, um, It depends on the situation and it depends on on how we use it. Right. You know, um, there are certain people that they're not really like bmw enthusiasts yeah and they think that um the the bmw racing side you know the the more sport aspect of it yeah it's a lifestyle brand you know? right it's just lifestyle that's it okay so they think that by having models and you know again it goes back to the gucci store yeah all of that you know it's you think it's a lifestyle and it's for people that enjoy the cars for what they're meant for yeah it kind of like get some mad you know because it's like they know it, that's not what it's meant for right you know yeah so when you like that's going into a different topic but yeah models so i i think it's fine especially for car shows you know yeah yeah like what like 80 percent of the people that go to car shows are men you know yeah which um actually i'm trying to incorporate that also into you know the car show that i put male models no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i could have you in there you know in a speedo yeah <laughs> But, uh, I don't know that you'd get a <laughs> lot of attention. <laughs> the bad kind of attention. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, so I want to incorporate more female um, enthusiasts, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. So, uh, like I said, I want to make it, like, all-inclusive, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. certain, you know, female enthusiasts, they come to our meets already, you know? Yeah. And they're telling, you know, their friends, too. Yeah. So, I want I want it to be kind of like a safe space, you know, for everybody yeah. to just come and chill and enjoy Beamers, Beamer Talk, all of that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... I mean, I don't really know how else to, I guess, answer that question. Models, there's nothing wrong with it, dude, to be honest. But I guess once you, like, try to, like, push it, like, nonstop, where, like, the model becomes more of the attention than the car. Yeah. I guess that's where you kind of want to draw the line. I think that's pretty much in line with what I think, too. If if you're taking away attention from the vehicle, from the car passion, Mm -hmm. And it's sort of taking center stage as the model, mm-hmm. then it's sort of okay. Well, we're not here for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. can have a three twenty eight and have like you know Jessica Alba in front of it. Yeah, you know the car doesn't matter. It's the model you're going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, especially Dark Angel. So, all <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, she old now, guys. <laughs> She's old now. She's a milf now, technically. So. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. She looks the same to me. I don't know. What's all right, moving on to she the has next that one. Locked and loaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dark Angel. So yeah. Dark Angel. I <laughs> uh, watched a lot of TV. Um, <laughs> the next one for or against takeovers. 
I'm definitely against 100%. Definitely against takeovers. 120% actually. If uh, let's say that, you know, um, you have someone in your crew, close knit urban canvas attendee Mm -hmm. participating in takeovers, is that kind of like, you know, bro, cool it? Yeah, I would definitely like pull them aside and be like, yo, you know, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, that's that's sketch. We feel kind of the same way, same philosophy. Mm-hmm. Fuck takeovers. And lastly, so you're clearly against that. Lastly, EV electric cars. Well, as we all know, man, hybrids and electric vehicle, it's going to be the future. I don't know if the same route that we're going right now, it'll still be the, I guess, the right way because it's very unhealthy for the environment, you know? All the nickel mining and sulfur and everything that comes with hybrid cars, it's very... You're just polluting the fuck out of the earth more than you would with petroleum. But, I mean, in terms of, like, you know, speed and all of that, I mean, yeah, F1 cars, dude. Yeah. Hybrid systems are very intricate and way faster than petroleum, you know. Then you got Formula E, too. And even the Le Mans prototype cars, you know, it's yep. all hybrid. Yep. So, regular EV cars, um, obviously, I'm against. Um Hybrid cars where it's incorporated more for, like, race cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you can't deny the performance side of EV. It's just fast. Um, It's instant torque, bro. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of what's taken. Because I used to be very against EV. Mm -hmm. You were more balanced. I'm, yeah. And I think think now I'm sitting where, you know, kind of sharing your opinion Mm. in that. I'm not going to buy a Tesla Model 3. No. But, you know, you can't deny the performance of EV and what it's done. You know, even Volkswagen at their IDR and all that stuff. And yep. So it makes sense. But anyway, thank you for participating in that segment and letting people know a little more about your opinions. Let's move into our next segment, the Dro Report. And if you're not familiar, Nico, or anyone listening, uh, the Dro Report is essentially fuck, marry, kill for car guys. And what Dro stands for, it's an acronym demolition derby rent or own and i'm going to give you three cars okay and you have to tell us which one you would take to the demolition derby okay which one you would rent okay and which one you would own outright to drive for as long as you want okay and the cars are the e30 m3 oh fuck (laughs) the e26 m1 and the e46 m3 gtr there's a gtr there's a gtr the gtr Uh is a v8 is it rare? Like, how rare is Super that one? Rare. Yeah, it's really, rare. it's very rare. Mm. They were yeah. made just to participate in, um, like, it's a homo- homologation, homologation car yeah. for DTM or something. For was it the, was it GT class? I want to say. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have, I'm just lost on mine right now, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Derby rent to own. Derby renter own. So Derby in- involves destruction completely. Yeah. To win, obviously, right. First off, I want to say I hate you. <laughs> um, We've gotten that before on this for the yeah. segment, actually. It's what yes. we shoot for. Yes. Can I phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Mm, okay, so. Fuck. Own is definitely going to be between the GTR and the M1. Oh, okay. really? I mean, M1's kind of like the rarest, the sort of the unicorn. Yeah. So it makes a little sense. Is it that level of rarity? Yeah, it's it's BMW's attempt at a supercar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, it technically was. It was in partnership with McLaren, no? Yeah, okay. I mean, or yeah, I guess technically it was a supercar. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess own M1. 
Own M1. Rent. Probably GT3. And then Derby. I'm sorry, but E30 M3. You damn. I don't know that you're going to win the Derby with the E30 <laughs> M3. <laughs> you may die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going reverse. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you're owning outright the M1. Yeah. Um, you are renting the GTR. Mm. So you're going to the track, obviously, yeah. and then losing the worst demolition derby ever yeah. in the E30 M3. But honestly, I mean, if possible, you know, you would own O3. Oh, of course. Yeah, dude, if possible. Uh, of course. I mean, it's in, you're going to be a lawyer, so it'll be in your future. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, okay, that's that's probably about where I thought that would land. That's where probably it would land for me, too. Um, it's a tough question. Well, at least is. the E30 is more common, right? Yeah, a so little bit. A little bit, yeah. More yeah. common than the it's other. It's still rare. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that it's I agree with. Car, right, right, right. It's yeah. just like when you – wait in terms of like cars that you don't see and cars that just have so much rich history, mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. just like, damn, you know, like uh, so you can't take an M1 to the, to the Derby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You can. You can, yes. dude. Uh, yeah, oh, that would man. Imagine rolling to an urban canvas meet in an M1. Yeah. Haven't seen one yet at your at your no, events. No, those are they're they're unicorns. They're okay. Yeah, I don't, okay. Think, that's I don't the, think people drive them on the street. That's mm. the uber wealthy. Yeah, car. You, it's, yeah. Like, it's the car that people let museums borrow. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Okay. If I get one at one of my events, that's when you know it's like okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, kind of going into this one, I'm more getting help, and I already have an opinion on on this decision. But I received a trade offer through Instagram for you, my E92 M3. You did? I did. You I motherfucker, you're saving it for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me that. That's crazy. All right. All I right. wanted the help of a BMW expert. Okay. All right. Yeah. Subject all right. matter expert here, yeah, and right I wanted on. to discuss this a little further. So. This, I, it was a fairly easy decision for me, but I want to I want to hear opinions. So okay. somebody offered me a 74 BMW 2002 oh in pretty God. pristine condition oh for God. my E92 2008 BMW M3. OK, so if someone proposed this trade to you, Nico, where where would you go with it? What color is it? 2002. It, it was tan. Tan. Yeah. Good okay. condition. Good condition. Good condition. Good condition. How many yeah. miles? Original miles? That I didn't get that far. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that far. You with shot it down that quick? Well, the thing is, with a car, with, I, there's sort of a <laughs> 76 falls into this vintage category. Yes. Where owners and miles don't really matter to me. Correct. You know, it's Absolutely more so sense. how the car looks and maintenance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How good it's taken care of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So... I wasn't as interested as in those figures, mm. uh, but at the same time, I'm like, damn, like that's uh, it's not a bad offer. It really isn't. Yeah, is the value equal as far as dollar value? Just street street value today. He might. Honestly, he, it's it's very tricky because it's more of the rarity and the condition than the actual price. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I was going to say he might actually have me beat. So it's more his is his worth is a more. little worth more. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, his gotcha. is a, maybe just a little, maybe like two to four grand. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So uh, I mean, you can't really track that car. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. And I didn't say that specifically about tracking it, but for me, it came down to outright like speed and exhilaration and power, which is why mm. I own that car. Right. The fun that you have with, the you e know, 400, 400 plus horses. 
the 2002, I'm, I'm going to make waves at a Cars and Coffee, mm-hmm. but what am I going to do beyond that? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to drive it slow. Is yeah, what you're yeah, do. yeah. You know? Like, I see. So you're fun, you measured your fun factor over the prestige of owning the 2002. Yeah, and I also don't feel classy enough. For a 2002. Well, you don't need to be classy, bro. It's just the nah, car. You gotta, like, you gotta wear a monocle. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> With the fedora. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta call out milady and all that stuff. <laughs> <Milady>. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting. I, I just, it just seemed so random that somebody would make that offer. So I wanted to bring it to your table. So you wouldn't like, take it, Nico. It depends on the situation. It depends. Like if I have another car, yeah. Which he does. He has the. Uh, E36 M3 track does car. A, does a track car count as another car? And you have a truck. Your daily that's, that pulls car, the track the, car. That pulls the track <laughs> car. That gets you everywhere. Yeah, that's the so daily. Take those factors into consideration. Live in his shoes. Right? So now it's almost like would you have swapped the 400 horsepower, high powered, luxury coupe? You, got, you guys are about to peer pressure me into some bullshit. <laughs> 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 Which you know you can get. The E92, any other day of the week. That is true. That is right? true. That is true. And then yeah. to sw- swap out your stable a little, uh, your, you know, carousel it, and you've got your daily already, so that's covered. Yeah. You've got your track car already. That's covered. So you're not needing to drive it fast. He's reading my mind, bro. Yeah. Right? You don't need to drive it fast. Fuck you, really. Really I know, <laughs> right? And you can always rent or buy an E92 on Turo even. Yeah, for, for pretty cheap. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could pick up a uh, an M3 right now for like, you know, twenties. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. an E90. E- yeah, yeah, twenties easily. Yep, easily. I would probably say take it. Cause okay, like me personally, like I love 2002s. Yeah, like, I do love, too. Like, man. do you love? Yeah. Okay. They're just awesome cars, bro. Is that like a Gen One Corvette for Corvette guys kind of? It's no. like the 2002. It's, no. it's hard to make that comparison. What's a good analogy uh, for a non BMW guy? Like I like the 2002 also, but it's very stylish. Um, I've seen one actually in my area. Like maybe the old like Austin I, Martin or something. Okay. Like an older. Like the James Aston, Bond Aston Martin type like thing. That, yeah. Like that's kind of like what BMW guys yep. see it as. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. a, like a Sean Connery type of thing. Oh, okay, of it's that classic. Yeah. That's why you said Milady and the monocle yeah, and shit. It's very classy, yeah. Okay, very, very okay. classy car. I yeah. mean, I definitely that's a cars and coffee car. Oh, one hundred percent. And it's the older classic car guy. You'd be on the right at <laughs> OC Cars and Coffee, not <laughs> yeah. the left, right? Yeah. The yeah. VIP section. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you would, right? Oh, right yeah, this you, way, sir. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my coffee's actually hot. Look at that. <laughs> And a donut? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Damn. Is that offer uh, still on the table or did you kill it? Well, I, I said that, you know, I can't really do that right now. Oh, um, okay. Interesting. But, it, but I'm, the guy offered it. So if I were to kind of go back to him with it, I'm sure he'd entertain the idea. It's all you, man. Me, I would do it. That's my thing. And you're yeah. saying you would, Nico? I would probably do it. But now that you want it, you have to, like, kind of play reverse psychology. And you kind of, like, pick it, you know, be like, okay, so, like, hypothetically, if I were, you know, yeah. can I check out the car? You know, I just want to make sure I know what I'm getting. Because, oh, you know, for, that's car, for sure. Oh, like, hell yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to try to get money on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> and, <you know? laughs> I can't imagine parts are easy to get for that damn thing. It's German uh, and it's, not, it's fucking it's old. Not, there are some parts that are hard to get, but it's not impossible. No, it's you not too bad. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then it that makes it a better deal then overall. Uh, yeah. Okay, Randy. <laughs> 
if because that would be my Damn. main issue is like fuck if it's really hard to get then yeah i'm off it's off fuck but. well tune in for the fucking next next episode <laughs> see what happens yeah tomorrow john let's hit do this it. Guy up, see what happens maybe the story will progress a little okay. more we'll see now that i've gotten some uh some consulting from you guys <laughs> but anyway let's let's close out on on one thing that i wanted to discuss which is the palm springs rally okay and the first thing i wanted to say is why didn't you go uh, I had a, well, technically I should be studying right now too. Oh so, shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was studying. So we have mock sessions and mock tests because oh. as I'm, I'm sure, you know, in law school, there's no test throughout the whole year. Yeah. It's just one test at the end and that's your grade. Fuck. So, I did not know that. Yeah. So that's all it is. So what people do with certain tutors and certain, you know, friends, you get together and you have mock sessions, mock tests. Yeah. And then you compare the model answers after and you just go over everything. So that's why I didn't go. Good but decision. Yeah, but I did uh, make the the shirts with um, my friend Adrian, who owns Project A. Okay. I'm pretty sure you met him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Weird looking guy with the you know weird glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Adrian. <laughs> right on, right on. So uh, what I really loved about it is that you guys, before essentially the cruise really or the rally really kicked off, um, you guys had stopping points. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like you designed it in a way so different, basically different area codes could sort of meet up in different places, not have to go all the way to L.A. Mm -hmm. and then take off, which I thought was really dope. It just kept piling on one after the other and the crew kept getting bigger and bitter, bigger. Um, I went to the Redland spot, which is the last spot mm -hmm. before taking off. Um, the cars that are attending your events are getting crazier and crazier. I think a little bit. There was an I-8 there that. Uh, blew my mind why um just the way it was done you know how oh, i like accenting done? my cars with just a little bit of color mm -hmm. um it's like all blacked out but it has a little bit like a neon green on it it's slammed on airbags it's mm. just a beautiful looking car i like the i8 um it's very stealthy yeah mm -hmm. very stealthy mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm seeing like you know classic seven series i'm seeing like there's it's it's a huge mix of cars that i wouldn't really expect at a rally but anyway we take off it's fun as hell. Everything is really well organized until the end. Mm -hmm. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah. I Were you the one that I was corresponding with? Yes. On, uh, so that was you. Yeah. Okay. So um, the initial address, ending address, took me to a valeted restaurant. I swear. I swear. Okay. And then uh, I checked the stories and I was like, oh, okay, it's a different address, which was the BevMo. Yeah. So I went to the BevMo and then there's nobody there. So I told I actually told uh, uh, Nico, I was like, well, I'm, I'll just assume that I won the rally. <laughs> 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 but it looks like the spot had changed to something else. So, yeah. So to answer your question, what ha happened was <laughs> um, going back to the group being big. Yeah. Um, so they didn't fit. Oh, so OK. My um, my so admin, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos and the rest of them, you know, um, yeah. Everybody that was, you know, leading the pack. Um, I guess what happened was it got too big, so they needed to find a, a parking spot where everybody could fit. Right. And that ended up being, I guess, a different hotel. Yeah. And that's when I put that story, I mean, that location on our story. Oh, uh, okay. But it, it was just, it was too big. Yeah. Fit. There was a lot of cars. Yeah. It was so much fun. We all stayed below the speed limit. But I will say I appreciated 
how good the driving was. Mm. Um, another thing I want to call out is your photographer. Madman. Absolutely crazy. Really? Stick dude, dude in the hanging canyons, out of uh-huh. in the canyons, standing up through his uh, sunroof or somebody's sunroof. Uh-huh. His girlfriend's car. His girlfriend's car. Yeah. She's dr- for, uh, she deserves props too. She's driving the car. He's sticking out of the sunroof and just telling cars, "All right, come up, taking pictures, making." I, if I was doing it, I'd be like, "Picture go, picture go." He's like looking at the pictures. He's like, "All right, I gotta get a couple more." And then I, I drove up, and he's like, oh, your lights are on. He's like, turn off your lights. So I turned off my lights. He took the car, took the pictures, took his times, and he's spotting it. And then he's telling everyone to go. And the driver's slowing down, letting people go, taking off. And he did this the whole rally, the mm-hmm. entire rally. Mm-hmm. The, he went as far. It got so windy, uh-huh. the dude took off his shirt, and he was shirtless. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, in the canyons, you know, dr- taking pictures. Which is not easy to go through so many miles doing it that way. Yo, his back was hurting. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he told me, like, yo, I couldn't get up. I couldn't walk the next day. Yeah, that makes sense. But he's, he takes his, his uh, photography very serious. Very seriously. I mean, to the point where it's like a madman type thing, you know? Yeah, like, dude. That's how passionate he is. I was blown away, but I was like, I've never seen someone do something like yeah. this. So props to him. But so he was stationary. Is that what you're saying? Or he was moving in the car while the girlfriend was driving? And well, he was stationary, like as in standing out of the sunroof. Right, right, right. But the car was moving. That the he car was, in. was moving. Yep. He was leading the rally, and taking pictures of every single car every in the rally, car. letting him pass, and then letting yep. him pass, and then another buddy's turn, and letting him pass for how many cars? Like a couple hundred cars, I imagine. Uh, dude, I think it was more than that. I don't. I know. think it was more than but that. But it was a lot of. It cars. was a lot. Of Damn, cars, dude. Yeah. dude! Wow. Yeah, I mean, is... I, there's pictures. I haven't seen all the pictures yet because you're kind of slowly rolling them out. Mm. But there's pictures that this started already on the freeway. Like uh-huh. he's doing roller shots. Okay. From and, Burbank. Yeah, f- from Burbank. It All w- the way to Palm Springs yeah, he's taking that photos. Was, yeah. That was probably already six hours of work before we even got to the canyons. And he was out of the w- winch- yeah. the some moonroof the whole. No, dude, so trip out. He was actually on the freeway. He was in a trunk. <laughs> trunk open. He had his tripod holding uh-huh. the trunk so it won't close on him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He was like almost hanging. His chin was almost hitting the ground. So he get some rollers of you know certain cars. Shit. Then he went outside on the windows. Uh huh. Back to the sunroof, and then he would. It was he looked like a little hamster, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Through the car. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Sh- sh- probably Brazilian. Yeah. Right. Probably that, Brazilian. Yeah. That's, that's at, that's if you guys want to check him out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably Brazilian. And you know, props to you, man. I hope to see the pictures of of my car in it, but that blew my mind. Yeah, dude. I do. Was but you know, the question that everybody wants to know, based on the timing that I messaged you. Did I win the rally? I think you did. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's everybody dope. was still in the canyon, so yeah. yeah, I think you do win. There was uh there was a another three thirty five that clearly was faster than me. Mm-hmm. Um and it was me and him for a really long time. And then I don't know what happened. I um, have no idea. I was obeying speed limits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that's okay then I'm, now I'm, now i feel good about the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> thank oh so that's why you brought me the shirt yeah. thank you yeah oh so, that's yeah, your yeah, that's your prize no but that was dope i really hope you guys have more of those events um i look forward to seeing maybe track events in urban campus future hopefully no I'm, uh-huh. that's what i'm saying i'm trying um 
what do you call it? I'm trying to uh, organize one right now with the track, kind of have like a festival type thing. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. So that's hopefully it'll be Urban Fest. That's the name. We got the name already. Oh, you is... heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the exclusive. That's dope, man. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. for you. Got Prop- track going and then hopefully drag too. You know, for people that, you know, just straight. Want to bomb yeah, the straight. turbos. Yeah. And have like a section for like vendors and then have some music and just all about demons, you know? Kind of yeah. like a real life type event. Yeah. So hell yeah, dude. For. Oh, I'll be there for sure, man. That's awesome. That I'm glad is you guys really awesome. Moving. Yes. Well, Nico, thank you for taking the time to come out. You know, good luck on becoming a lawyer. I'm sure you'll do fine. You're a smart dude and you network a ton. So I'm sure you'll do great. Um, you know, shout out to your whole organization, Urban Canvas. Thank you. Everybody that you called out. Shout out to everybody who attends the events because I think, you know, everybody I've met there has been a super wonderful person. And I think that really shows your objectives and your goals with the organization organization to be inclusive and, and uh, you know, at least within the BMW community, you know, Audis can stay home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Is there a thing that with there with Audis and BMW? I just, I, a I little bit? Yeah. Just a little bit? We don't talk about that. It's okay, a, okay, okay. That's <laughs> off the mics. Got it. Got yeah, you. That's the after hours. Yeah. But with that, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you want to send us any messages, uh, follow us on Instagram at 91octane and also info at 91octane.com. Again, thank you, Nico, for coming on. Uh, you know, shout out, go ahead and follow Urban Canvas, El Patron Nico, uh, M3 Frozen. He's who private, I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, follow him. Yeah, be nice. It's inclusive. Go to all the events. Check out Urban Canvas. Uh, they're great events. If you have BMW, if you don't have one yet, go buy one. And then go, go to Urban one. Then go to Urban Canvas <laughs> events. Uh, I look forward to Urban Fest. Nico, any last words or anything you wanted to shout out? Uh, no, man, just, uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, yeah. Awesome time. Um, I'm sorry I came late. Thanks for the driving through the traffic. Oh yeah. yeah I know that's yeah, a big no, sacrifice no, no too. Worries, we man. appreciate no, that. It's been enough. a long time coming. Really happy with, you know, everything we discussed today and hopefully we can do it again later. Yeah. I, yes. 100% I agree. All right. All right. That's it. Good Thanks. Night. All right.